Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. Thanks for joining the show. Today, we have another amazing guest. But before we get into that, if you could do me a favor and subscribe, hit that ring bell. That way you get notified when we have our interviews. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. Today, we're speaking with Jack Harris. Um, Jack is the creator and writer of Terminus Vale. Um, they have a current Kickstarter right now. If you go to Kickstarter and just type in Terminus Vale, it'll pop up. Um, but they do have a trade out right now. I'm a backer. I think you should be a backer too. This is a high quality comic book. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Action packed, um, a lot of amazing characters and all the dynamic in between. So uh, check them out. Go to Kickstarter. And without further ado, here's Jack and I. Thanks, everyone. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the World at War Comics show. Today, we have our special guest, Mr. Jack Harris. He is the creator and writer of Terminus Vale. Jack, thanks for joining the show, man. It's great to have you. Uh, it's great to be here, Tommy. I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me, man. I'm, I'm always looking to talk about Terminus Vale, man. Yeah, I mean, you should. I mean, I, I've gone through the first three issues, and uh, I don't know how I missed this, Jack. I apologize, man. I try to stay on the end on everything indie, you know, so I'm constantly looking for new things to purchase and read. And, man, I'm just glad I bumped into somebody that mentioned uh, Terminus Vale. And, uh, man, those first three issues are action-packed. The, the character dynamic is amazing. The art is great. Um, man, let, let's kind of go back. I mean, maybe before we get into Terminus Vale, man, how did Jack get into comics, man? When, when yeah. did the passion for comics start with you? Yeah, so um, when I was really small, maybe like five or six or seven, my dad would just give me comics and he would give me stuff like Silver Surfer and yeah. X-Men and stuff like that. And um, we ended up moving to basically Metro Atlanta. Um, and there was a comic book store literally maybe about 10 minutes away from my house. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start going there. And so um, I would just get like image books, probably stuff I was way too young <laughs> to be reading, like uh, Wildcats and... Uh, Cyber Force and Wet Works and yeah. just that whole deal of, of Wildstorm uh, image books. And so I always loved it. Um, and once I started reading that, I was like, you know what? I think I could do comics um, and started drawing them and just creating them on the, you know, on the side, just some fun stuff I do as a kid. And, uh, you know, life happens. Wasn't quite what uh, the world had for me as far as a career at the beginning. <laughs> but uh, but now we're getting back to it, man. I'm getting back to, to my roots, I feel like. That's awesome, man. So as you were picking up those comic books as a kid, is there one or two uh, titles that uh, you kind of latched onto and read those for like a long time? Yeah, Grifter, man. Um, Grifter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Grifter was the one. Like I just seeing them, uh, I, I, the covers were always amazing. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, man, the book, I just, I, I love the character. So yeah, Grifter yeah. was one, Wildcats was another. Um, those were probably the two that I really read for a good while. That's awesome, man. So as you were reading comics growing up, are there any writers that you really kind of latched onto too? now that you're a creator writer that uh, had a little bit of an impact on you? Uh, as a kid, I don't I can't really say that there were writers that I really paid attention to. I don't think I was as, uh, you know, absorbing it that way. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, as a, an adult, a teenager, man, like um, uh, like some of the stuff Bennis has done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Totally in love with Hickman. Just yeah. uh, anything he writes, I'm gonna go try to find immediately. And yeah, yeah. Look it all up, man. Um, so yeah, th those are the writers. Uh, I read Brandon Thomas a good bit um, as well. Uh, but there's a ton, man. There's a ton of writers. I, I, I'm gonna read. Uh, man, 
I'm blanking out here, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was a time. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So as you were, uh, you know, reading all these comics and you're starting to get back into it, when did Terminus Veil come about? Like, when did the story or the idea start with that? Yeah, in 2009 is when I first came up with the idea. And at that time, I was doing something totally different than comics. I was uh, <laughs> rapping. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. So I was rapping back then. And um, I was writing a song. And uh, I was always trying to rap about, like, superpowers, kind of uh, weird geek stuff like that. That's and awesome. so um, I was like, man, you know, I always want to do a comic and you know, I think I had this character in my mind. I was like, all right, I could do a comic about him. And I started building onto it year after year. And um, yeah, so since 2009, we've been writing it. I've, I've been writing it. And then, uh, yeah, in 2020, I was just like, you know what? It's time. Like, it's time to actually go for it. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, Terminus Veil, as far as getting down on paper, started during uh, COVID? Yeah, yeah, really <laughs> did. It really did. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I was just tired of work um like you know the, i'm a software engineer it's i like coding but i've been doing it so long that it's just sometimes it's a drag on me um and, and i was feeling that drag hard in 2020 and i was just like trying to you know get to something that i enjoyed and i, I just thought you know creating a comic would be would be it and it was so yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of uh, really great comic books came out of 2020 with people <laughs> being forced to work from home. And then all of a sudden, man, you know, when you're working from home, people think like, oh, you're going to have a lot more time to do a lot of other things. I think the problem without like going into an office and coming out of an office is that on and off switch is hard to control mm -hmm. from home. So I that's why I tell people um, we have employees, too, and they work from home. A lot of times they're working a lot more than if we were in an office, you're getting a lot more productivity, but that created, I think a lot of drain, man. So I think people were looking for ways to, you know, kind of split up their day a little bit. And all of a sudden, all these great comic books started coming out of 2020 and 2021, <laughs> which I love, man. I mean, I guess yeah. not that there's any benefit of COVID, obviously that was a terrible situation, right. but we got some pretty good comics. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> that time you get that time back and it was just it was a different different time now i guess yeah yeah so let's talk about some of the characters you know you have sue you have i wrote them all down amy bird and i mean okay. uh, ash um can you tell us a little bit about the the way that you develop the characters that character development yeah yeah so i really was looking to have a kind of the team um team dynamic where you know, some people are strong at other things and some people are strong at you know, this and their, you know, their weaknesses and it kind of all spreads around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, started, you know, I started with Dash. She's the character that, like I said, 2009, I kind of thought of. And then, um, you know, from there it was like, all right, who's their leader? And, um, you know, that's Chuan. He does. He really shows up in uh, issue three. He shows up in issue two, but he's more prominent in issue three. Mm -hmm. Um and then, you know, Bird was just one of those characters that it was like, you know, I wanted to have somebody who was just a stone cold badass who could, <laughs> you know, handle any type of combat situation. Yeah. Um, and so it was just fun creating her, making her, a, a, you know, a former Marine a sniper. Yeah. Um, so it had a lot of fun with her. Sue is, um, you know, she's she's the tech, you know, type of person on the team. And she's an engineer. She's got she's very young. So she's still kind of learning the ropes just like Dash is. But um. Yeah, man, so many characters just, you know, I could go through them all. But, uh, yeah, we, we've 
it's fun it's fun to to create characters to me you know what i mean like I, that's probably one of the funnest parts of writing is, is being able to create somebody different and then putting them in a situation with someone else where you know like they might be butting heads or <laughs> like maybe they're riffing off each other because they you know are, are two of the same type so it's fun man yeah yeah so now that i know you're a software engineer i'm wondering how closely related to dash you are uh, I'm pretty closely related to Dash. I don't <laughs> consider it. Don't consider him to be uh, me. Like I definitely try to make it uh, and try to make him have some differences. And sure, um, there's some stuff that'll ha that'll happen to him. How he would approach it, how I approach it, would be totally different. But but yeah, yeah no, he, he's definitely some definitely very close to, <laughs> to my personality. Me, yeah. yeah. I know there was a portion where he was trying to uh, help Sue right crack into. I think it was a tablet. If I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And right. When you said you were a software engineer and that was your first character that you developed. I'm like, wait a minute here. Yeah. 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 Might be a connection. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. What are, what are some of the challenges of writing a comic book that you've experienced? Jack. Oh yeah. The, I think you're trying to, you know, I think there's some, some stuff where you're trying to get all of this story. Like I've got a huge Epic. I want to take it to, you know, 50 issues if I can. Yeah. Um, and so you're trying to fit all of this story in a page sometimes or two yeah. pages, you know, all the dialogue <laughs> in a page. And, you know, sometimes it's like, sometimes I look at a book and I'm like, man, I, I was way too heavy with the dialogue. And then sometimes I look at it like, well, man, I really missed the opportunity to, to sneak some in there. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the biggest challenge for me is just trying to find the right balance and the right pace. Um, you know, to tell a story, you don't want to be all in exposition, but then you don't want to just be all mysterious. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just fine. striking the balance, man. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how do you utilize your artist to help with that? Because I, I believe um, there's got to be that kind of dance between the writer and the artist because the artist has to tell some of the story too, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, you know, usually when I'm working with the artist, um, I, you know, I give them a good, a bit of free reign as far as uh, how they want to approach the panels. Usually I'm like, Hey, this, I think that this is five panels. This is what I have scripted. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they look at it and say, Hey, like there's no way I can show this action in five panels. I need seven or right. um, something like that. And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. I don't, I rarely have a time where I'm calling shots. I usually try to keep it, pretty just like I, I tell the scene i tell you know the characters and the dialogue what's going on but i don't call a lot of shots but when i do it's like all right this is the one shot i want to see that way so yeah 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 so there's got to be a lot of back and forth though huh as you're going through yeah. it yeah it's some back and forth um you know usually the writer uh excuse me the artists come back and um they like said they they have a layout for me uh -huh. um before uh before they actually dig into it deep and so i look at the layout see if it matches kind of what what we're, what i'm trying to do or what we're trying to do and um yeah you know back and forth so yeah 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 that's awesome man yeah I, I, one of the dynamics that i love to do you know or experience when i'm reading a comic book is kind of how that writer and that artist work together um because it's really important and when when you don't have a good connection with your artist as a fan of reading comics, you could notice right away, man. And I felt like the artwork throughout um, all three issues, man, were just spot on. And because uh, there's a lot of action scenes and I think action scenes are a little bit difficult sometimes in comics. Right. To your point. Right. So it, sometimes it takes a few pages really to kind of get the the whole scene done. 
But man, uh, I think that partnership you've had with your artists have been really amazing, man. Because uh, there's a couple, man, that like an issue one, <laughs> it gets a little nuts, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Attack, right? So all of a sudden, man, uh, it just popped, man. I really enjoyed that. Those like, I think it was three or four pages of that entire back and forth of what was taking place. I don't want to give too much away because people should get that out <laughs> on the Kickstarter. But man, the action scenes were next level, Jack. It was awesome, man. Yeah, man. Uh, issue one, I I absolutely like it was one of those we wanted. I mean, two has a little bit of action. Three's got a little bit. Four is going to be oh, yeah. to the it's to the this to the rim. Yeah, you know, like if, if it was a glass of water, the water would be overflowing. Action, but um, yeah. but yeah, no. Um, issue one, man. It was it was super fun. Jordan Gunnerson was the artist, and um, the working with him on the lines or just seeing his lines when he was delivering to him, I was like, man, like yeah. I did not think they were going to, I didn't know. I was, I couldn't have imagined it was going to come out like the way it did. Um, and he's, yeah, it's action, man. I love yeah. It. <laughs> so what's the, what is the most difficult part of getting the, the word out to other comic book fans as a creator and what's the most rewarding experience that you've had so far? Yeah. Um, the difficult part of getting the word out is, I think it's it's just that you know you can't take a break. I feel like it's no um yeah you know like you're it's always constant. You're always kind of I'm on social media. Almost feels like every day I'm on Instagram, <laughs> um trying to put a post out, yeah. uh, reaching out to other people. Um, so I think that's probably the most difficult is that you know when you're when you're taking a day off, it almost feels like nothing's going on. Sometimes still stuff is going on, but it just yeah. feels that way. And so you get <laughs> you know you start the guilt starts building up. Like hey, you got to get out here. And get do a con or something so yeah um that's probably the most difficult um as far as the the greatest uh, moments it's it's been uh seeing people who have bought the book at a particular event or a con or something like that or online whatever um and then they show up at another event and tell me about the book and yeah. tell me what they liked and all that like that's been yeah. the most insane part of it man it's just such a great feeling to hear somebody talk about the book and, yeah. you know, tell you about a scene they liked or, or you know, what yeah. now, now they're asking questions about what's going to happen next and all that. And so I think that part of it is, is just always great, man. It's a great feeling. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I can only imagine, man. That's awesome, man. And so as far as cons going, are you doing quite a few cons this year? Uh, I've got two that we've booked um, right now and they're, basically one next week one the week after uh, which is <laughs> urban nerd con um it's in atlanta it's in downtown atlanta and we'll be there um thursday or excuse me friday saturday and sunday of next week um and then we go to austin texas the week after for dream con yeah. um and that's another friday saturday sunday so yeah uh, those are the two we've got i i'm applied for i believe it's multiverse con it's in october yeah um but I'll probably slow down a little bit because we've been we've been going pretty hard the last three <laughs> months, and I got two kids. Oh man, I got I got I got to get them some some vacation fun time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are they old enough to take the cons yet, or no? Uh my I got a five year old, and she awesome. was there with me at Momo Con. She came. Nice. That's awesome. Both of them were actually there. My eight month old, she's just. Uh, yeah, you know she doesn't. She's <laughs> she's drinking milk and stuff like yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. But uh, living the good life, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But my five year old loves it. She loves uh, comics already. She's already starting to get into it and That's cartoons it. and all that stuff. So she, 
Momokan was all the anime. So Pokemon people were there. And, oh man, she was loving the Pokemon cosplay. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Um, as far as indie comics, man, where, where do you think indie comics stand right now within comic books? You know, you have the big two, obviously, actually the big three, if you throw image in there, because image is pretty big. Um, but there's still, uh, you know, creator owned, which I love. Um, but where do you think uh, indie comics kind of fits in there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's growing. I think it's, you know, with stuff like Kickstarter, with stuff like um, just, you know, overall social media and the power of being able to reach uh, you know, millions of people. Yeah. I think it's growing, man. Like it, it's, it's surprising when I see so many books now, like I'm, I'm now that I've gotten into writing, um, like I'm reading more indie books um, <laughs> and learning more about the whole landscape. And so it, it's, it's crazy how much has grown. And what I see people do on Kickstarter is just insane. I think I seen an indie book do, you know, hundred K on Kickstarter or something yeah, like that just the other day. So it was just like, yeah. Man, you know, like it's <laughs> it's really a different feel. Um, and I think you like you said, image obviously is that kind of in between. Like, is it indie? Is it just really big? Yeah. Um, but like it is creator owned. But I think some of what they're doing with you know all the success Kirkman's had and oh, um, you know Invincible and all that, I think that's just opening more you know doors to to the other indie comic books that are around because like hey, like you know maybe you get picked up for a TV show, maybe you get picked up for a movie or something like that. And I think it's a lot easier than it was before. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I, when I look at, uh, I mean, I, I love the big two, as you can see, man, I'm a big DC fan. I love Marvel, but, uh, man, I think indie comics is where it's at. You get the most unique stories. Um, you don't have to kind of hold on to 80 years worth of Canon as you're writing a story, mm -hmm. which as a fan of DC, right, I want writers to stick with canon so you'll have some weird super power out of somebody that doesn't have superpowers, right? But right. Uh, when you go to indie comics, man, there's there's no rules, right? Um, and I love that. And we're getting some just crazy awesome stories, I think, right now in indie. So I, I think you're in the right spot, Jack. I think uh, with your comic and other indie creators, man, this is the time. It's I think it's it's the time for indie to, to really take over because you get those diverse, amazing stories that you will never be able to find in the, in the, you know, the big two, I don't think. Yeah, no, agreed. I, I agree with that, man. Like, yeah, I, I'm a big Marvel guy. Um, I yeah. love, you know, uh, Captain America. I'm a huge Captain America guy, Daredevil guy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you, you I mean, <laughs> Fighting with canon is a whole deal, right? Like yeah. I, I could, I could talk all about how, I, how upset I get where sometimes Captain America is portrayed as the liberal, bleeding heart Steve Rogers, and sometimes yeah. he becomes this just warmongering, yeah, yeah, uh, type of guy. It just depends <laughs> on you know what book he's in or whatever. But yeah, so I, that that part of it does um, does make it interesting, it's but. Uh, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was definitely frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. When you're an indie, you know, you're you're making a totally new story, and I think that's what is so cool a lot of times about indie books is that they are new characters, they are new stories, and it's not, you know, like you said, there's free reign, like you know what you want to do, and you know, obviously Marvel's got a bit of a PG element to it, right? The big two just kind of have to a bit, right? Um, but like with indie, it's like, hey, you know, I'm writing for a specific audience. I'm not really you know, it's not for kids, but you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, you get a little more, more free reign to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. 
So what's next with the uh, Terminus Veil, right? So we have the three issues, right? We have the trade, which is a current Kickstarter, which yep. if you're listening to this, you need to get over to Kickstarter and look at, just type in Terminus Veil, it'll pop right up. Uh, you still have time to, to jump on there. And then there's all kinds of add-ons too. So if you miss the first three issues like I did, you can go back and add those on. But uh, what's next for Terminus Veil? Yeah, man, we're, we're, you know, as soon as the Kickstarter ends, we'll start production of issue five. And basically me and uh, my artists that we're working with now, um, Frank Albazar, Delio Diaz, we'll, we all going to get up and powwow and start um, going through some concepts for uh, new characters that will be introduced in the next arc, which will be kind of, we, our next arc is going to kind of go from issue five to all the way to issue 10. Um, and so, you know, we're going to, get on top of that, get those concepts knocked out, get the script knocked out and um, just start on issue five. Um, based on how the Kickstarter is going, I'm feeling, I'm not going to say it's guaranteed, but I'm feeling pretty confident. We're going to do another uh, book as well um, in parallel, um, nice. which would be one just for uh, a character body who was in issue two. Um, she's yeah. had a major appearance in there. Um, we're going to do one for her and, and that'll run parallel while we're in production for issue five. So that's what the plan is. That's my goal. But yeah, um, you know, we're going to go all the way to issue 10. We're just, it's just the race to issue 10. It'll probably be a couple of years till we get to it, but yeah. you know, that's what we're focused on. And where's, when's it issue four release? It's not out yet either, right? It's not out yet. We've got uh, about four more pages of artwork that are, um, that are uh, still need to be produced, but as soon as it's done, I'm, I'm assuming we'll have it uh, ready to to buy sometime in August. Because really, it's just sending it to lettering after that, um, uh, and then getting printed. Uh, yeah. So I assume it it'll be August when it comes out. I don't know the exact date, but yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome, Jack. Now, as far as uh, writing the script, right? How far out are you? Like you already have through issue ten. Or do you have like a couple issues and then you have like a loose kind of idea of how the next issues would go? Like how are how do you plan that out as a writer? Creator? I have a, um, a arc outline for issue five through ten. Um, I don't have a script for any of them. And I and honestly, I don't have a script for issue five yet. But I, I know I've went through the events. I went through the characters that are introduced. I went through um, all those details like if I sat down today and was just like, all right, I'm write issue five script, I'd probably knock it all out today. Um, yeah, Cause I like, I know that much of what's supposed to happen, right. <laughs> but I actually haven't written it out yet. I really want to do some of the concept uh, with uh, the artist first um, before I yeah. finalize it. And then I also am highly considering bringing in an editor uh, this time around. And so um, I definitely want to talk to them before I, write the script because I, I i just want it to be uh, that much better and learn a little bit about you know, other people's process so i can uh so i can get better yeah i mean that's exactly why i asked the question because every writer creator has their own unique way of building out like uh you know ford you know some just go issue by issue and just kind of see where it lands others i i can't remember who it was he had like 20 uh I think it was 20 issues already written and scripted. Ooh. We're only on like issue five. So he was way out there, man. I was like, wow, yeah. that's 
stuff, man. It's like super. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You must be single. That's all I can say. Is but yeah, I just love hearing like people, you know, writer creators, different styles of how they go about their storyline. Um, and I think uh, what you said, it, I feel like that's more of the norm, right? As you have like a very loose, like issue five is going to be about this and Badia will be the the core and then Dash is going to take the lead in six, right? And then you're you're kind of working, um, you know, toward whatever that next arc is. And then, and then you go arc by arc, right? As opposed to just trying to write 50 issues at one time, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've, I've got a, I mean, like I know how the story ends. I know all the major plot points. So yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't really have to, you know, uh, write it and like write out the the scripts in full. And I, I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to write the scripts in full before a one. I feel like sometimes you're riffing in the middle of a book where like I was like, yeah, I was writing issue three, and then I was like, you know what? I know issue four was supposed. This was supposed to happen, but let's scratch that out now because yeah. just the way I feel about issue three and how it's going, and there was some new scene in the middle of it yeah. that I just kind of came up with. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that flexibility, I think, is crucial, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What other current indie uh, comics are you uh, really excited about? Mm. When you go to a con and you're walking around as you get your table set up and then you take that that quick, you know, walk around to see who else is set up. Yeah. Like, who are you excited to see when you go to a con, man? Because you you really enjoy their work as well. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, Godhood with the antagonist book. Um, it's that always cool. cool. To, <laughs> always cool to go see them. I see that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dream Fury um with the uh, Keisha Demon Eater. I haven't actually got to see them at a con yet, but I'm hoping to see uh Newton at a con one Newton time. is an amazing guy, man. Um, so yeah, that's too um I don't know if this is indie, but it's it's I guess it's close. It's a um I guess I shouldn't say it's indie, but it's Excellence by Brandon Thomas and Carrie Randolph. Um, it's uh, uh, under Image, under, uh, I can't think of what Kirkman's company is called. Um, oh, Skybound? Skybound, yeah, yeah. It's under Skybound. Um, but it's a book I've been following for a couple of years now, and I just love everything about it. So uh, if I get to see them at a con, I'm going to truly just geek out. and. Yeah, yeah you know fanboy <laughs> up they can just be like all right dude calm down yeah yeah no, I, I i'm there all the time man when i get to, to meet uh certain creators man so i get it i get it what was the first con that you went to with terminusville uh the first one i went to was awesome con which is uh in washington dc we went there it was the first con we had tabled um totally out of our we're based in atlanta we went and flew <laughs> out to to washington dc <laughs> for our first con so we really put ourselves through the the, the a whole learning process on it um what it meant to travel you didn't have like a great fun to start off with to kind of get your uh, feet wet huh? no 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 we we took um we had a few like events that were like kind of like art shows that you know like were day events um yeah. that we had been at but we hadn't had an actual like full day you know you're gonna be at the con three days in a row all day yeah, yeah, it's a really big one. Awesome Con is a really big one. Um, I met some some really cool creators there. Um, uh, Dan, uh, who works on uh, oh man, uh, Bigfoot knows karate. Oh yeah. Um, if you've seen that one, yeah, I was tabled right next to him. So oh, that's cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool to to meet him. Um, talk 
Um, but yeah, man, it was it was dope. It was a it was a great experience. Awesome con. I learned awesome. the ropes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to get there one day because I heard it's an incredible con. So one day yeah. that Baltimore also has a really good one too that I heard is pretty Yeah. People yeah. keep telling me about Baltimore. I, I want to try. I want to try it. I'm gonna yeah. try to get there one day. Yeah, I gotta get out on the East Coast, man. I'm a West Coast guy, so we have a San Diego Comic Con next week. So I'm hoping to get down there one or two days. But it's just it's so crazy, man. It's yeah, it's just nuts. I work in San Diego. That's where my office is for work, and traffic's already crazy down there. Um, mm. But man, Comic Con. I'm talking a hundred thousand extra people there. Just the freeways are crazy. You can't get a room. So I'm not looking forward to that part, but I am looking forward to being <laughs> a lot man, of companies I'm, are gonna be there. So yeah, no, that's exciting, man. Like I you know, seeing San Diego, just seeing it from the videos, I've you know, see clips in here and there. It's just like, man, I know it's the one. I I don't know. I, I can't wait to go there one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, I've gone to, uh, as a uh, fan, but to go as a uh a writer or creator, that would be a pretty cool experience too, man. I would think. I don't know. It's just yeah, so yeah, easy yeah. though. I mean, you can't even walk. You're literally yeah, if you're <laughs> going with a group of like three or four people, you're gonna get separated. I mean, it's just it's crazy. But it'll be interesting this year because uh, you know, with the strike with uh, all of the actors and writers, um, you know, all the you know, WB and Disney and all of them have pulled completely out. So it's gonna be it's either gonna be a lot better because it's gonna be back to the roots of what comic-con was supposed to be which is comics right and um, not movies yeah. yeah not just movies right so yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens man i don't know we'll see <laughs> i'll be there i gotta get my mcfarland toys i know Mc, uh todd will be there and he's got like okay the san diego comic-con specific uh figures so i gotta get my hands mm. on Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look expensive, first. <laughs> so, what's next uh, um, for you? I mean, uh, so you talked about possibly having a a new comic um, with Badia. You have issue four possibly in August. You're working on issue five. We got the current Kickstarter right now. Are you doing a Kickstarter for every issue, like most uh, creators are doing, or no? I don't know. I mean, I you know, I I like the idea of doing them for trades because you can really make it big and make a kind of an event of it and it, it's yeah. a it's a lot of work to do a kickstarter um so i don't know i might do one for issue five i might i, I i'm not gonna say i won't um but I'm, I'm in the middle of it now and i'm just coming off all the work of it i'm like man thinking about another kickstarter uh <laughs> but yeah i don't know i don't know um i know we'll do one at least for volume two i know that's a definite um but yeah yeah we'll we'll see if issue five gets one yeah, yeah. I mean, having to fulfill all those orders afterwards, man. That's that's in the living room, man. That's where those take place, right? Oh yeah, just my office, just gonna be boxed up with books <laughs> and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shipping labels and me just <laughs> out here trying to get it done. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you funded pretty quickly though. Yeah, yeah. Day funded day one, which I was super surprised by. Um, like I was expecting kind of a dog fight the whole time to be really having to push and promote and all that. And it was like day one happened and it was like, Oh, you know, I had, I had thought in my mind like, Oh, okay. Like I'm going to do stretch. goals. I'll figure out the stretch goals the first week. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then it was like day one we funded. And I was like, Oh, like I got to figure stretch goals like right now. Like, exactly. Um, so yeah, no, it's been, it's been a great uh, experience. Great uh, blessing to, to see it happen this way. Yeah. Yeah. As far as it, you know, the, 
the details of writing out your comic book, finding a, a, a company that could publish? Are you using like Comic Wellspring or Kablam or something like that to... I've been using Wellspring for issue one, two, and three. I'm, I'm sure they'll do four. Um, I'm going to kind of look and see uh, for the for volume one if we go with Wellspring. Um, there's there's a chance we could go with Print Ninja because um, yeah. they look pretty good as far as their their trades. But I don't I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, it's just me out here trying to get them in stores and <laughs> calling people up, you know what I mean? Going, going to meet store owners. That's how I've been working so far. Um, I think we could have a chance of, of working with a bigger publisher in the future. I'll definitely um, start kicking the idea around to people, but I'd always just plan like if nobody's interested, I'm going to keep doing it myself. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the good thing. I, when I use the word easy, it's certainly not easy creating a comic book, but it's pretty easy um to find a publisher like a comic wellspring or a couple lamb at least to get it printed right, right. um so I, I think that's why we're seeing such an amazing explosion in indie comics is because the availability to write your own comic is easier today than it's ever been before not that it's easy to do um but as far as like the practicality of you know finding someone to print for you and i mean it's it's, there. it's all accessible yeah yeah it's all accessible Mm-hmm. But it's pretty expensive to create a comic book, man. I don't think people realize yes. that, man. It's like yeah. you got your artist, you got your I mean, there's just so much going on, right? You got your letter, you gotta find someone to edit, and it's, yep. it's cheap, man. Yeah, the legal part of it, right? Yeah. The, you, know, <laughs> you know, like there's 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 a good it's it's definitely uh investment. Like it's not yeah. one of those, oh, I was just gonna go create a comic. It's like, well, if you draw I guess if you draw and you write. Yeah, and I would say it's not that bad, but if you like me, where I, I just write, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's got a little if bit. I of drew a few stick figures, man. It would not look pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly how I draw. <laughs> the the action speed would be fast. Mm-hmm, right. One panel, man. One panel. That's it. It's explosion. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, we we get a lot of uh, folks, and they really want to understand kind of the process because they're they're thinking about maybe creating their own comic and. I think, uh, one, I think that's amazing, right? Um, but two, I think you need to understand the financial aspect of it. You know, especially that first comic book, you're, you're not making any money. This is a passion thing and you yeah. got to really love comic books. Um, and then hopefully by the time like yourself, Jack, where you're getting into like issue three, four and five, all of a sudden you start to have a following and they want to stay with your story. But man, it's it's not cheap getting into. So you got to have a really good collaboration with your significant other to let them understand oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, my I'm, my wife was um just down day one. Like she, you know, as soon yeah. as I said I wanted to do it, she was like, "All right, we're doing it." And she does a, a lot of the graphic design for That's the interior awesome. pages. Um, but yeah, so you definitely need a, a you know a good partner. Um, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I would tell anybody like it's, um, you know, that first year is going to be pretty rough um, just learning the ropes. But, you know, as, as soon as you see somebody at a con or event and they tell you they like it, it's going to kind of wash all of that, all of that hard hardness that you've had to endure to wash away a little bit. So, yeah. you know, we get to that point. Exactly. Well, if you could give some advice to someone who's writing their own story, what what would that be? Um, from a writer's perspective, just yeah. the writing of it. Yeah, I would, I would say, you know, know what, um, 
you want the book to stand for. Um, you know, with me, it was, hey, I always wanted to be true to action. I wanted to be true to diverse characters. I wanted to be true to, um, you know, some high quality artwork. Um, those were the three things that I wanted the brand to be around. Um, so, you know, when I'm writing the story, like if if I ever get to a point where I'm like, man, should I write this or that? I'm just I just go back to those things. Right. Like, am I am I hitting on the things I wanted to hit on initially or so? cool you know what i mean because i think especially if you're a person who reads comics too like i read a lot of books um and so i don't want to you know i don't want to get into any type of copycatting or feeling like i gotta do what is trendy um you know what i mean so i, I try to have those things those principles that just kind of keep i can stay grounded too and say that's the only thing i'm really true to like not try to you know so that would be my advice is, is know what you're true to. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's extremely important, right? Because, uh, you know, whatever the message is that you're given across your your comic book, it, you got to have a passion about that message, right? Or you're, it's going to go haywire real quick, right? Yeah. And people are going to criticize, you know, you're going to get people who say, I would have did this, I would have did that. I should have yeah. did this. So it's like, if you don't have those things to keep you like, oh, I know what I wanted to do. I did it. You yeah. know what I mean? So definitely not for everybody right i mean that's what you have to realize right I'm, I'm writing a story that i'm passionate about but it might not be everybody's thing and that's okay that's why yeah. we have so many different uh, indie comics out there but yeah yeah i mean i, I think that putting yourself out there right um yeah yeah that's what it's all about you're gonna get criticism man there's all especially yeah. on, man, especially on social media it's amazing how brave everybody becomes when uh they're on their phone <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Never say to you in front of you, man. They just wouldn't do that, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Feel empowered on Twitter or Instagram. I don't get it, man. Yeah, man. So no, stay strong, man. That's what I would tell anybody. Stay strong. It's it's gonna work (laughs) out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, man, Jack, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed uh, Terminus Veil, man. It's it's action packed, man. So you saying that you wanted to put together a diverse comic book that was action packed, man. I think you nailed it in the first three issues. That's for sure. Um, Cause it is, it's very diverse, which I love, man. Um, and then, boy, I, I'm telling you that first issue, man, you come out guns a blazing when it comes to action. And like you said, there's action in two action in three, a lot of character development, but the storyline is pretty awesome, man. I, I would encourage anybody to get out there Go to the Kickstarter because you have everything else on hold right now, right? It's all focused yes. on Kickstarter. So, on the Kickstarter. Uh, exactly. If you want to jump in, man, now's the perfect time, right? Because you have the trade. It's the first three issues, one purchase, and you have the entire storyline, and uh, yeah. you will not be disappointed, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trades, like I said, it's, it's the one through four will be in it. Um, we also have some character biographies. We got some background story details that um, kind of help bridge some of the um like sometimes you're like what were they talking about there like it'll be a little bit more of that that you'll get um and a a ton of concept artwork to kind of you want to get a feel of our process and how things were created how it started um so yeah check it out like i say it's the perfect way to get in um right now and and jump into it guy paul i didn't know issue four was in the trade yep issue four is in the trade score sweet man I love it. I love it. I love it, man. That's so awesome, man. So how many more days does your Kickstarter have? We've got 24 more days, I believe. Um, August 9th is when we end. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're we're going to be, uh, yeah, 24 days to go. Exactly, yeah. So. Nice, man. Well, 
I can't tell you how uh, how much I appreciate you giving me the time, Jack. The, the comic is amazing. I hope that you could reach whatever that goal is. I know you surpassed your goal, but I mean, if you could get out there and support, man, we would love to see that uh, that Badia comic come out. Uh, yeah. That would be pretty awesome, man, and see some of that character development, like in another way, right? Because you're you're limited, right, on how much you could develop a character as you're trying yeah. to tell a story. So to be able to break one character out and do something amazing with that character, that'd be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's that's exactly how I feel, man. It's like, can we get a, you know a one shot here for for this character, a one shot there for this character, while we're always pushing the mainline book? Um, that would be kind of the perfect world for us. Absolutely, man. And I think as fans of the storyline, to to learn a little bit more of why Badia behaves the way that she does and why she does this and that, I think a one shot can really help with that. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, Jack, I, again, thank you so much for joining, man. It was such a pleasure to meet you. Um, big fan of your work. Um, and anybody listening, man, get out the Terminus Veil. Kickstarter's still going on 24 more days. Let's uh, ensure that uh, we give Jack all the tools necessary to to keep this amazing uh, comic book going. Because I, I need I need issue four, five, and six and on. <laughs> <laughs> and if you so read it, you will too, man. Thank you, Tommy, man. It's been great being on here with you today, man. Like, I appreciate it all, man. Absolutely. We'll do it again, man, as you get closer to that uh, trade number two or any other kind of uh, um, information that you think is worthy to share, man. Just call me up. You're always welcome here, man. All right, man. I appreciate that. I will do. All right, Jack. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend. And again, thank you for joining. Appreciate it, man. All right. You too. Have a good one, man.